What's going on, everybody? Welcome into Uncharted Horizons. This is episode 31, um, and you may notice that Nicole is not with us today. Um, I'm being joined by a guest, uh, my good friend Dustin, who is an avid Whoa. gamer and uh, you know, big Resident Evil fan, as is going to be our topic today. Um, before we jump into it, just want to thank everybody for checking out the podcast, and if you guys are listening later, uh, you can find us on any streaming services where you get your podcasts, Spotify, Pandora, etc. You can check out the show on Twitter at UNCH Podcast, and you can find Nicole's Twitter at Ellison underscore 712, as well as my own personal at LoveShackYT. We are live usually every Wednesday night, and podcast episodes go up the day after, so if you guys do listen to it after and want to check us out on Twitch, go ahead and give us a follow there at Uncharted Horizons PC. Uh, Dustin does not have any uh, media to uh, shout out, so we'll just jump right in. How's it going today? I'm good. How are you? I am doing all right. I am definitely really excited for Resident Evil 4 Remake, which we are two days away from the release of, and we'll be talking a lot of Resident Evil today um, as we get into the show a little bit, but are you uh, are you planning on getting the game this week? I am. I already have it pre-ordered uh, for PS5, so I will probably be playing that all weekend. Awesome. Yeah, I um, I remember what's it been? Almost three years, probably, or close to it, since the Resident Evil 3 remake came out. Um, and that one I liked. I know some people didn't. Um, when I played through that, I think it took me like six hours to beat in full. Um, my only hope is that this game has a little bit more uh, staying power to it than that. But by all intents, I've heard. I think they. Uh, I think they said it's going to be about as long as the original. So. It should be longer than than the three remake. I played the original, but I was pretty terrible at it, so it took me longer than I would imagine it takes the average person. But even if it's like ten to eleven hours, and maybe has some replay, I think the original is like fourteen, fifteen, something like that. Okay, so that's um, not bad. Like like for first time playing, you you play it afterwards, and uh, you can blow through the blow through but... it, especially if you have the upgraded weapons and stuff. Well, we'll talk about all of that in a bit. Um, but we are going to just start off here, you know, with some opening thoughts as uh, as usual and. Any uh, Anything interesting in the world of gaming or otherwise you want to uh, share? We usually give guests the opportunity to share a thought if they'd like. Um, so just just anything? Anything or... you want. Do you want to talk about the Diablo 4 beta and your initial thoughts on that? Or anything else? Really yeah, I mean, I thought the Diablo 4 beta was pretty good. Um, it was better than I expected. Not, not better than I expected, but um, it surprised me because Blizzard is, you know... They're Blizzard, so uh, we'll see what that what that's like on release. Mm -hmm. um, it could be completely fucked by the time it comes out, um, with all sorts of bullshit in it. Hopefully not. Um, I'm hoping for high marks on that. But uh, yeah, the the beta is pretty good, and uh, I'm excited to see the the last two classes. Yeah, I haven't really dove into it too much. I know the game itself actually comes out in June, right? But the open beta picks up again this weekend, uh, or free beta, early access. Is that what it is? Is that just an? Yeah, beta? it's a it's a completely open beta. Okay, all right. I suppose before you needed a code or a pre order to get in. Okay, Anuka Stari said, "Hope everyone has a fun and safe day filled with tons of love." Thanks so much for popping in. Uh, Mikamu says, "Whoa, who is this hunk?" Uh, my name is Braden, but I go by Love Shack on here, and uh, you guys I did can, say that. Can follow me, yeah. That's for some reason. Whenever I'm like live watching from the streaming dashboard, the comments take a bit to catch up, but I I don't know if it's just because of the delay. Um, 
Yeah, I, 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 I know. Obviously, you said you liked it. My roommate Ben, who's been on the show multiple times, has has said he's really enjoyed it immensely. So I'm glad it's doing well. Uh, one of us picked that for the game draft for the year. I honestly don't remember who it was, uh, but hopefully that I think review wise, it seems to be optimistic. But I do think you're right. Blizzard has typically shown that like they can mess things up. So hopefully yeah, it's they never. Don't. It's almost never the game that's the problem. Yeah. Like the the core game works yeah. and it'll be good. It's then they just load it with bullshit and it's no one wants that. Or constant support. Like the other like obviously Overwatch two is one we talked about a lot on the show in the past. And like, you know, Overwatch itself was an example of a game that came out and was like really hype and was fun and then it just they stopped actively supporting it in any kind of meaningful way. They drew out like the the updates and everything, and then they, you know, shined it up real nice and released it as a new game and it just I I haven't even heard people talk about Overwatch two, honestly. Nobody cares about it. How and it sort of came and went. Yeah, I don't know what the Twitch, like, play was. Love Shack give off vibes of that Tom Savini character from Dusk Till Dawn. Uh, not familiar with the game, unfortunately. Don't know Dusk Till Dawn's a movie. Oh. Interesting. <laughs> it's it's so movie. What was I thinking of Dawn? Oh, maybe Until Dawn. That's what I was thinking yes. of. Okay. From Dusk Till Dawn. Now I gotta look, because now I gotta see if that's a compliment or an insult. It was Quentin Tarantino in that movie. So I was Danny that. Trejo, apparently. That means he'll have a dick gun. Well... I, uh, yeah, I don't know. Yeah, so Overwatch 2, obviously, is, you know, hopefully that that does not do as poorly as, um, as the, as Overwatch 2 has in terms of reception, but I think Diablo is probably a safer bet, so. I'm muted? Oh, okay, I was just, Bruce said in the comments, I'm muted, I'm like, I think I can hear the sound, um, but yeah, so that's, that's pretty cool, and obviously, um, big weekend for gaming with PAX East coming up this weekend, uh, I know Nicole will be there, uh, so, so she's hopefully give us some incel and such next week about some of the school incel? stuff. Incel? I don't know why I said incel. <laughs> I don't necessarily want any incels on the show, just on principle, but no offense, of course, to anyone. Uh, intel. Uh, I went last year. It was cool. I just, I have to say, I think, and maybe this is going to be unpopular opinion amongst gaming community, but like, I don't know, I feel like if you go to PAX like once... You don't really have to go again every year. Like, it's kind of a cool experience, and, like, occasionally you may get, like, a year where there's, like, some really good devs there. It's not that any of the stuff that's there is bad. It's just it's so busy and chaotic at all times. It's like you don't really get a chance to take in as much, I don't think, from what's there. Yeah, lines are massive. Um, I've gone, like, four or five times in the past six or so years, and I'm not going this year because I just... If you want to see anything big, you're standing in line for three hours, two hours. Yeah. Um, and it's just not worth it. No, the coolest part for me was all the random tables with, like, the board games, the magic stuff, and the dice and whatnot. And, like, even Limited Run having a booth there was awesome because, like, so often, you know, it's hard to get that stuff. But the games that were actually kind of cool, like, they that was Tiny Tina's Wonderland had just come out last year when we were there. Uh, the Baldur's Gate team was there, and they had a big elaborate setup. And all of those games, the lines were massive, like, all day, massive lines. And yeah. it's just, like, you're waiting in line for three hours to see, to play ten minutes of a demo, maybe, like... There were some smaller devs who had a lot more space. But yeah, I think if you're into like the indie stuff, um, it's it's great because you go there and you just play the game. It's you don't have to really wait in the line. Yeah. Um, but if you're there to see any of the big AAA things, it's just it's just not worth your time. Yeah, which but a good you know good on her. I know Nicole said she hasn't been in a while. Um, I don't really know who's slated to be there. Obviously, um, 
I know there's a few people from YouTube and, and in the gaming community, but I mean, in terms of like actual developers or like what games might be on display, I have no idea. Um, but certainly it's, uh, I imagine like probably, probably Diablo will be there. Um, well, that's good. I didn't think of Resident that, Evil because it comes out Friday. So it'll probably also be there when it, there's been a couple of times I went, most of the stuff there was games already out. Yeah, which is, I mean, <laughs> it's, like, eh. it's like I can go buy the game. Why do I want to wait in a line to to play it? It's just kind of yeah, it's kind of crazy, especially because you're on a time like they only allow you a certain amount of time. Like, well, there's a lot of cool stuff there. Like, if you're a card game, like tabletop gaming and stuff, they had like magic events. They had like board game. People brought their PCs and they were like land land party yeah. fucking event. Like that stuff's cool. It's just. I mean, I feel like you have to have, like, a level of patience that I just do not have. So, you know, like, in order to, like, get in there and to do that stuff. But, like, there was some really cool um, independent vendors and smaller vendors and stuff there. So that that's kind of neat, but it's not worth paying 60 bucks just to be able to go see some vendors when you could probably get a lot of the stuff online. So Limited Run was the highlight for me, and honestly, I didn't have a lot of cash at the time, so I was only able to grab a couple things. But I thought that was cool that you could actually get a lot of that stuff there. Yeah, I think they're uh, every year. I think they're going to be there again this year. Yeah, there was another one. I don't remember the name, but they had like it was it was a limited run esque, but it was different. And they had you know other games, cards, Dreamcast stuff, like random new stuff. I I don't remember what their name was, but it was interesting. There's a lot of cool vendors there, but um, yeah. So Nicole will be there. She'll give us some incels next week when she comes back. Hopefully, I mean I'm certain hopefully there will not. be there will probably be incels at Pax East. I would have to imagine at so, least two, at least a couple for sure. So uh, we'll move on to our uh, opening segment. And here we touch on the news every week in a segment called Broaden Your Horizons. Of course, some clever wordplay. Uh, just talk about the news in gaming and other pop culture and related media. Um, starting off with what I think is a shocking thing that came up this morning. Uh, GameStop announced that their stock is surging and their earnings for the fourth quarter were up. They made a profit for the first time for the quarter in almost two years, um, which is crazy uh yeah. obviously everyone remembers the whole GameStop, you know diamond hands fucking reddit wall street bets thing from what's that been almost two years now close to it since all that uh, happened. yeah it was 20 uh maybe three two or three because late it was 20 COVID, i think yeah it was like mid 2021 kind of it sounds about right so at least two years um their sales were down but their profits their net profits were 50 million um and that's compared to a net loss of 147 million from the prior year um, and they did announce that they are going to slash costs by apparently cutting more staff and layoffs and whatnot. So I don't know. This is all kind of crazy because I don't know, A, how GameStop made a $50 million profit and B, how the company could possibly squeeze any more out of its employees. Like if you talk to GameStop employees, they're worn so thin for minimum wage. And now the company is going to start making more cuts. Like how are they going to sustain this? I don't no, so I'm shocked by this because I was in a GameStop two days ago <laughs> and I walked in. It was dead silent. And there was one worker. <laughs> there was no music playing. Oh God. And no one came in in the five ish minutes I was in there. And I, so I don't know who's going to GameStop. There was nothing on the TV, even like the game channel or whatever it is. Like, if there was, there was no sound. So oh it was my God. Dead silent. And it was just like him looking at me and <laughs> I knew what I wanted, but I still stuck around and looked at things because I just, I felt so awkward yeah. in there. Yeah. It was, it was really weird. And I, and half that store is fucking like 
Clearance? No, well, that too. Clearance, yeah. They're always having clearance sales, but nothing on clearance is ever, like, worth it. Like, I've noticed that, like, there's, like, these big signs and, like, the online site, like, does have, like, I have a couple of shirts I got that were, like, five bucks. Like, there's a couple of cool things, but, like, they're they're advertising this in-store clearance and you go in and it's, like, a Batman keychain and, like, fucking beanies that nobody bought. Like, they're, I don't understand what, how they how they decide to market and what's going on because the store is so small. Like you said, it there's not really a lot of games in the store anymore. The section like, of PS4 games is like, I don't know this wide. It's yeah. not, it's not a lot. And, uh, it, and that's like, a, it was a huge console. So like, how are they making money? If everything's clearanced and they have no games, it makes no sense. Yeah, and I know Pokemon has been a solid seller for them. The TCG, they actually got a few exclusive products during the past year, and obviously, you know, Pokemon was a massive, massive earnings for literally anyone who could get it during the pandemic and stuff uh, to the point where they had to, like, stop selling that stuff. Um, but they sell Pokemon trading cards and stuff at, like, retail value, which is good, but I, I someone pointed out online that, like, their Yu-Gi-Oh! and or Magic the Gathering, like, tabletop stuff that they sell is marked up almost, like, 50 to 75%. So like a Yu-Gi-Oh pack MSRPs for like four seventy nine at like Walmart, but GameStop selling it for like ten bucks or something or nine dollars online. So I don't even know what's going on with that. Like what their their method is and whether or not like if you would think collectibles would be like a lot of their sales or where that's coming from. Um, but honestly, I just it it still doesn't. No, I don't. It's I, all clearance out. It doesn't make any sense. Yeah, like how is their clearance moving? Either stuff is moving way faster, or like it's just not moving enough. On GameStop's website, there's a whole fucking page devoted to just sports coins, <laughs> like minted coins that are all on clearance. Like sports, sports coins. coins. There's Patrick Mahomes silver coin, like fifteen dollars. It's on clearance. Like uh, uh, minted Aaron Rodgers Packers silver coin. Like I. I don't know what it, their their model is anymore or what they're trying to sell, but apparently it's working or it's yeah, misleading. Whatever. I mean, maybe yeah. they took a lot of losses earlier in the year and so the profit margin came up, but I don't know. I mean, they sell scooters now online and so you can you can buy a Razor scooter for 29.99. Parts, I know they sell PC parts, which they didn't do for a long time, so maybe something like that helped. Yeah, I just I just find it weird and honestly, I can't I, I can't buy into the idea that, like, just because it's doing well, that this is going to suddenly mean GameStop is, like, out of the clear. Like, I still feel like this company is on a downward trend. Like, I, I don't see how GameStop is still around in three years. Maybe five? I mean, if they're making money. Yeah, I guess that's true. I just, I, I don't know. It just, I just, I read that article and I was like, how? Like, what is the plan? And and you hear so many horror stories from employees and, and I, Nicole used to work there. Uh, she, she talked about it on the show before, but like they basically will staff like one person and expect them to run a whole shift. And then yeah, there was one like, person in there when I went in there. Yeah. Other. And they ask the employees to like cover for a lot and granted, like apparently it's not super busy, but then there are times when it is. And so I, I don't know, I feel bad for people that work at GameStop. I feel like it just, I don't know what's going on, but apparently cuts is the way to go. So maybe at some point it's just going to be self checkout. You just go in, you scan something and you leave and no one's, no one's actually working there. Um, because I don't know how otherwise they keep making a profit, but that was definitely the most interesting news story. Um, and the other one of, of big note, of course, is, uh, Nintendo's eShop is closing down in five days, I believe, March 27th, uh, for the Wii U and the 3DS. So it is going offline. You will no longer be, no longer be able to purchase any of the games. Um, 
I don't know if you're from, you obviously familiar with Gerard, the completionist on YouTube. Um, he did a big video that came out last uh, this past week that had a lot of attention. They, uh, him and his team, came together with I believe over twenty grand to buy yeah, a like copy. Twenty three grand. Twenty three grand to buy a copy of every single game on the 3DS and the Wii U. Um, I know you watched that. So thoughts on that? Kind of thoughts on these systems shutting down? And uh, you know, are we gonna, you know? So I think it's a little a little sad that it's shutting down. Um, you know, that's a that's a lot of games that are just disappearing. Um, which is why I think someone like Gerard buying it, buying them all and donating them is, is good because there's yeah. copies of those games somewhere. This is actually why I went into GameStop the other day. I actually bought a card and I actually have oh. a bone to pick with Nintendo because you can't fucking redeem these on the 3DS. You have really? to redeem them through your Switch, connect your 3DS to your Switch account, and then it'll be in your account. Why? That's so weird. I don't know, but I didn't. I apparently set up two-factor authentication on my Switch account. I didn't know what the codes were, so I couldn't get into it to connect my 3DS account to it. And I found the code, uh, some backup codes this morning, so I can finally do it. But I, they stopped letting you redeem them on the actual 3DS in the Wii U. You have that to connect them through your Switch. Is insane and really seems like a stupid. I also noted Gerard noted that they could only hold up to two hundred fifty dollars at a time in your Nintendo yes. wallet, which just I don't even like. I could see the idea of it being a failsafe, but like. I, he talked about in the video too that like you could store only three hundred games max on an external drive at a time because there's like something to do with like the number of blocks that can actually store games. Um, so it really does seem like a crazy, like a crazy way. Now you mentioned he donated them, and maybe I didn't get far enough into the video, but uh, did he not like what he donate them to a was it like a game preservation like, thing? Yeah, like a game preservation history whatever you want to call it i didn't even know you could do that with digital games i don't know like can you well keep... you put them on a hard drive you give them the hard drive oh so the hard drive would essentially you could connect that to your wii u or your 3ds yeah. is that okay yeah there's gonna be some way to, I mean, some I way to get them between it but i don't fully understand why they're even shutting them down um like they're probably not making enough money off keeping the servers up i guess that's fair I mean, um, so maybe just... maybe they want to put some other stuff there, but I don't know. That's that's big, though. What did you end up buying anything, or have you not done it yet? Uh, no, I haven't. I haven't completely solved it yet. Oh, okay, all right, all right. Well, I'm good. almost there. I'm almost there. Hopefully, it works. Um, yeah, and that's interesting. And speaking of uh, Nintendo, I one other quick note I had no noted here before we jump into the main stuff. Uh, looks like Nintendo is actually going to be using an upgraded processor for the successor to the Nintendo Switch. So Samsung is working on that, and it looks like, I don't know, that's the first time I've seen any talk of an actual successor. So do you think that a Switch 2 could be on the horizon? I mean, we're, no, no pun intended, we're six years into this, and obviously the Switch has very much been outpaced. By... I mean, define the horizon. I think it'll come eventually, but... Well, uh... the leaks that came out on March 21st yesterday said Nintendo Hardware will be using Samsung's uh, 5NM technology, and I'll be completely transparent. I don't know what the fuck that actually means, but I know Samsung technology is typically considered to be good, and the fact that there's even a leak with the idea of like a new console in development is kind of the first we're really hearing of it because everybody thought that we were going to get the switch 2 before the pro came out and then they were like no we're just giving you an led model with like a slightly better screen like so <clears throat> when i say i guess near future i mean like it's been six years do you think like holiday 2024 or is that does that feel too does that feel too soon 
Um, it's probably pretty close to when I would expect it. It could be a little later than that. Mm-hmm. Um, I believe the Switch released it in like March. Uh, I was just looking at it here. Um, twenty seventeen. March of twenty seventeen. Yeah, I think that's right. Um, so it could be you know sometime around there, twenty twenty five. Okay, um, that's a long time out. That's eight years between systems for you know. That's not that long though. I mean, well, I don't know off the top of my head what the time was. 20, from... I think twenty fourteen the PS four came out, and two thousand five or two thousand six was the PS three. That's eight nine years. Was the PS three that early? Huh. Yeah. It was yeah 2006 wow i did not well 2000 oh yeah it was europe that's crazy i actually did not know that but i mean it, i guess it's not the most shocking thing like um eight years is a pretty standard life cycle i guess maybe because the, the switch feels older like the switch uh, feels it does because it's old yeah. hardware it's like 360 hardware yeah and it's it's cool. ps3 hardware but it's like, it, if you're just looking at like, and I guess the logic and the answer that you'll get most of the time, and you guys have said this before, like, it's Nintendo. They don't really have to try all that hard because they're going to sell shit because it's Nintendo. We got Tears of the Kingdom coming out, what, like a month or two or something like uh, that? I believe it's May. May? Right. That game's going to sell like hotcakes. Like, poke, they don't, even Scarlet and Violet sold extremely well, despite being like physically broken games. So on the one hand, I want to be like, well, wouldn't it make sense to like release something that's like improved like i don't know if nintendo's going to put out something that's on the level of the ps5 and the xbox in terms of technology but you know the well, switch no, it's handheld this... it's that's tough to do but yeah. like well, steam deck's done a good job it should be it should be better than what it is yeah it's it games don't work on it yeah and this is coming from someone who liked the wii u and the wii u was a hybrid where the console itself was actually i don't know the wii u, you really wouldn't even consider it handheld right like you could play it on that but you still had to be like within proximity of the yeah, console it's like pseudo handheld yeah. good cons i mean that that obviously the timing there with those but yeah so that's interesting it's just the first i've heard of any leaks of like a switch 2 even being in development um and hopefully they don't I mean, do something been like leaks forever <laughs> like leaks for years that nothing's, it's been in development but nothing's ever come of it nothing's come out yeah and it's just like one of those things where i think it would be nice i, I wish they hadn't you know i maybe it won't be a handheld i mean we don't know right i guess it, it if could, it's the switch too i'd hope it's a handheld that's what the switch the appeal is. of the switch is crazy to think switch that, like, it from that the tv to handheld that's true well Fair enough. Um, yeah, never mind. And as I'm like thinking in my head, I'm like, yeah, no, that that actually kind of makes sense. Obviously, um, yeah. The, the the last little bit of leak news that I heard today was that uh, Grand Theft Auto Six is they're they're targeting a release date of holiday 2024. Um, I saw a little bit about it. I didn't read the article. Yeah, there was saw the headline. It wasn't um, a confirmation. It was kind of loose, like sort of like, oh, this is what we're you know this is what we're looking at. But I mean. I don't know. That game would be massive. I'm just, uh, I feel like we've been hearing about that forever, but I guess we did see the leaks last year. Yeah, there were, like, so we know it's on the way. real big trouble for that. Uh, oh, I, that's right. We actually covered that on the show, now that I think about it. There was a dude from uh, the UK who, like, hacked into yeah. Rockstar and Uber, I think, which is a weird combination of things to hack into, but, yeah. So, a lot of stuff going on this week in gaming, obviously, with PAX and, uh, and all this other news. So, <clears throat> if you're listening to this after... Make sure that if you want to get your eShop stuff, uh, you have till the 27th, and then it goes offline. So um, definitely keep an eye on that, and hopefully... Uh, did you have a game in mind you were looking to grab, or were you just kind of like... I'm just going to grab a bunch there. of stuff. I know a lot of the Capcom stuff, like all the Ace Attorney stuff is on sale. Oh, really? Um, but yeah, people are, a lot of people are discounting stuff because they're like, well, we're not going to be able to sell it anyway, so... 
That's true. I guess they could always move some of it to... Well, never mind. I was going to say they could move some of it to Steam, but I guess it's not really a thing, right? With the Nint- Especially with the Nintendo stuff, so... Um, but I guess it's it's definitely uh, kind of a shame, but I think it's cool that uh, at least you have a little bit of time to get it and hopefully pick up some stuff on clearance. So we're going to jump into our main uh, topic tonight, which is, of course, Resident Evil. And while the majority of what we're going to talk about is kind of like Resident Evil 4 Remake coming out and, and the expectations there, um, I, you know, doesn't you've played a lot of the games, if not all of them, or most of them at least. So yeah, I haven't played all of them, but <laughs> there's some to... weird ones like Resident Evil Gaiden. And... I forgot yeah, about that. That's a really expensive game, right? Yeah, no, because no one bought it. <laughs> yeah, it's one of those games. And then there was Reverse, which I think came out this or last year. I think it finally released this year. Maybe it was end of last year. I don't know. It sucks. Oh, okay. <laughs> so well, no, no that, one plays it. That that makes sense. Um, yeah. So I'm, you know, just kind of gonna go with, with some topics here. Sort of just get your thoughts on a few things. Um, and it will save the Resident Evil Four stuff for the end. So. Uh, ignoring that for a bit, what are your thoughts on Resident Evil at media? Um, we've had, we had the movie uh, a couple of years ago that came out, the instant classic, of course, um, in theaters. And then there was the Netflix show. And of course, um, there was obviously the, the, the old movie. Mila, Mi, what's it? Uh, I can never remember her name. Jo- Malkovich. Jokovic? Yeah. No, not... <laughs> no. <laughs> Not Malkovich, like, not no. jo- Mila Djokovic. Mila Djokovic, that's the one. Yeah, I, I watched like the first two of those movies. Uh, can't say I was a huge fan, but obviously we all saw the other one together. Um, the the most the one that actually came out in theaters. So, what what? Why do you think? Unless you like them, which I'm guessing that you don't. Why do you think these movies fail despite having such a like a good premise? And uh, what would you you know what would you change about them? I guess, or what would make you interested in actually like watching a Resident Evil series at this point? So at least for the original movies, um, I th- those movies aren't really related to Resident Evil except by name and some characters. They kind of have nothing in common with Resident Evil, um, other than like terms and characters. But like the main character is not a Resident Evil character. I think I, I don't think right. She's not like from the games. It's been a while since I've seen them. Uh, um, I forget. The first movie came out in 2002. It was um, her name. What the heck's her name? Uh, Alice. Um, yeah, no, that's not she, her. No. That's, that's not. She's not in the game. No, so she's like, not. She's just in those. Yeah. They kind of tried, tried to make their own thing, which was cool for the first one. And then after the first one, they all kind of suck. Yeah. Um. So I think that might be the big issue. And also Resident Evil as a whole kind of has a stupid story. I like the games, but uh, it's not good writing. <laughs> no, that's probably very true. Yeah, they said Alice was actually intended to be a combination of Jill, Claire, and Ada, like a, almost like an amalgamation of the female protagonists from the other games. But then I think Jill is in one of the movies. Probably. I don't know. I don't think they did a good <laughs> job of, of really pulling those together. Um, and the first one was kind of harmless, I think. Like it was yeah, I think the first movie. one's okay. It fit that grunge sort of 2002, like, you know, uh, Scrooge said in the comments, uh, Jill is in the second movie. Um, then we saw the, the new one, of course, which was just bad. But, like, so it was one of those movies that I've said is so bad it's good. Like, I, I recommend watching it because it was really genuinely funny. Um, well, when, when your friend comes in <laughs> holding two beer cans into the movie theater. This is true. That, that, that kind of sets the tone for the movie. We were the only people laughing in that movie theater. That's, there were only like eight people in the theater, but that's true. We were the only ones. We saw that movie. I was dying. That movie was on, like, on, uh, very much like kind of ironically, but like genuinely hysterically bad. And it was super funny. 
and uh, and our friend walks into the theater with two cans of Budweiser and another can in his pocket. And I'm fairly certain he might have had Taco Bell or food. I don't remember. I don't what, think. I don't think he, he had something. I don't remember. Yeah, he but I, the, the beers out of he his pulls pocket. the Budweisers out, and he's like, "Hey, here we are!" Like, and that that movie. I thought the first like eight to ten minutes of that movie were excellent. Really, like they. I thought there these... were a couple scenes in the movie that were really good, and then I don't know what they were doing. <laughs> it mm, it just doesn't really make any sense because it felt like. They were going to take it pseudo seriously, like, and just try to create, like, a horror movie, and, like, it would have been cool, but then it just went way over the top, and, I mean, they say it was faithful to the, to the games, but it, it, one of the biggest criticisms it got was casting its script and the special effects, which were, which were pretty terrible, all things considered, so, um, it did make a profit, though, at least technically. Yeah, I, was just I think they they said they're making a second one, well, or or whatever you want to call it. Um, if a it sequel would be the third game, I guess. He would like to adapt the story from Resident Evil Code Veronica and Resident Evil 4. Okay. Um, they had also ex- expressed that they would express interest in adapting Resident Evil 7 Biohazard and Village in the future. I think 7 would be... Oh, 7 and 8 would both make good movies, but 7 probably would... You'd have to do it as a horror movie, because that, yeah. that game's genuinely scary yeah and the game itself play i mean not fully but like plays like a horror movie i know nicole played through it and uh i played parts of it i didn't get into it really it was just too slow um which i made my thoughts on that the game i just it was a challenge for me to get into but um just like yakuza right well no yakuza is a guy i'm kept i'm actually finishing that now i'm playing a chapter a day pretty much <laughs> just powering through because for weeks i was updating that i was gonna come back to it and uh and at this point it's been a while so no that's a great game i just i got into Fortnite and other stuff and yeah it's a whole the next game i play i'm gonna just like pick and go i'm not gonna play i'm not gonna jump right into yakuza you got a pussyfoot around it yeah it was just sort of like one of those yeah it just doesn't because then it doesn't work like when you drag it out like when you come back to a game and play an hour and then come back You're to like, it, what like, the two fuck weeks did later, i do i'm kind of like and eh, like it just doesn't hold my interest as much whereas if i'm like playing through it start to finish and it's just a kind of a different um different mindset but yakuza zero great game can't say enough good things about it i picked the new yakuza game in my in the video game draft as one of the, the ones that comes out this year so man a man who forgot well, his already, name. yeah i was gonna say ishin already came out yeah no that one i know is like completely unrelated or at least loosely unrelated. So, yeah, I mean, I agree, though. I think if it was a more horror vibe that, like, stayed true to the character development and stayed true to the story, but kind of just, I don't know. Embra- Resident Evil 4 would make a great movie, but it would definitely have to be a campier movie. It, yeah, right? it would have to be cheesy and action, and which is something I hope that the remake kind of has i i that that game to me needs that yep. cheesy leon lines and over the top action that just is ridiculous um and without it it's resident evil 4 isn't the same um here's my question what would you say is your favorite resident evil game um and why so um i want to say resident evil 4 but that's probably a lie because it's probably Resident Evil One remake uh, on the GameCube. Okay. Um, I like the slower pace um, of the game and just the survival horror aspects that Resident Evil Four doesn't have as much. Mm-hmm. Like that game is really easy. <laughs> it and is. You you you. I think the game adjusts its like difficulty as you go. Like if you if you need more ammo, it'll give you more ammo. Yeah, it does. Whereas it's... in something like Res- uh, the Resident Evil One remake. What you have is what you get. 
Um, so it has more of those survival uh, horror aspects. Um, I know it's not for everybody. People don't like the tank controls, um, but it's. I think it's a really solid uh, game, and it's probably my favorite. Okay. Yeah, I think Resident Evil 4 is definitely my favorite. I mean, I haven't played all of the originals. I've played 4, and then I played 2 and 3 Remake, and I played the original 1 when I was a kid. I don't remember enough of it to even really have a, an opinion on it. And then, was it Resident Evil 0? Is that the GameCube one? There was one yeah, you had I mean, me. There was one you had me try. That was place. that was the one remake. Oh, okay. And the tank remake. controls, I just I can't do it. I I despise the tank controls, and it may just be like a a pea brain thing where it's like my brain is so fixated on the fact that I hate them that like I can't get past it. And no, just deal that doesn't with sound it. like you at all. <laughs> well, you know, at least I'm admitting it. Um, <laughs> but even with the tank controls, I thought Resident Evil Four was just it was just such a. I was again, I was not even good at it. Like. I'm not inherently good at a lot of games. I kind of just played them for the experience. But, like, I was, you know, Resident Evil 2 and, and 3 was easy. Like, 3 was not even a hard game. Like, I didn't, I don't think I really struggled much in that game at all, except for maybe, like, a couple of the weird, like, enemy swarming missions. But it was really just a matter of, like, ammo and stuff. Resident Evil 4 was tough, but, it, like, like for me to get acclimated to. But once I did, like, it was just, it was fun. It's, it's, it's the most unique, I think, of all the Resident Evil games at this point in terms of, like, being set off in Spain and elsewhere. Um, and I, I just think Resident it's great. Resident Evil 5 set in Africa. Is that the one where it's Wesker and the volcano fight at the end? Or am I thinking yes, of something else? Yes. I remember playing that when I was a kid with the co-op. And I did, I played You Resident played Evil. it with me. You played it We with did me. play it together. That's right. But you had already beaten the game, so we had the rocket launcher. I think it was a pretty easy walkthrough. <laughs> um, Resident Evil 6 is abysmally bad, in my opinion. Um, I told the story on the show before, but I bought that game after I played the Resident Evil 3 remake. And I was like, I'm going to play more Resident Evil. I had already played 5, so I was like, all right. And I bought it, and I put it in, and I installed it, and I returned it to GameStop the same day I had purchased it with a receipt after playing for about an hour. I was like, this game sucks. I was like, I, it's just, it's the, the the smartphone interface, the all of it, it's terrible. I think as a game, it's okay. As a Resident Evil game, it's complete dog shit. Yep, yep. It's not a Resident Evil game. I think Except it's by name. objectively the worst Resident Evil game. It, At least main, uh, mainline game, sorry. Yes, yeah, it's definitely the worst mainline game. And, and yet somehow, well, I guess IGN gave it a 7 out of 10. Uh, I, I, it looks like it averaged around a score of like 69 to 70. And it's just funny because Resident Evil 7 obviously blew those out of the water with its reviews, and so did Resident Evil 5. So this seems more of a standalone, like, I don't know what was going on here kind of thing, but I think they tried way too hard to make Weird it. Weird time for Capcom. They were making yeah. stuff. I just, I'm, I don't know. I, I think, I think that one. So on the, on the, in the same vein then, um, what is your least favorite Resident Evil game? And not necessarily what you think is the worst, but like just that you've played, whether main series or otherwise, that you just were like, man, I did not enjoy this or like what. You I don't know played. what my least favorite is, but I can say my most disappointing. Mm-hmm. Is Resident Evil 3 Remake. And I think that game is good. But it starts out. It has a really strong opening. Hour. Hour and a half. Mm -hmm. And then it just tanks. Which is to be fair. Is a thing in Resident Evil games. That they get worse as they go on. But I just. Except for The the beginning of that game is like really good. And then you see that Nemesis is kind of a joke. (laughs) And he's not scary at all. 
and everything you do with him is scripted. So I was I was really hoping for like a Mister X type system with him, and you don't get that. And uh, I was really disappointed by it. Okay, uh, Mister X meaning like in in Resident Evil Two, where like you hear the footsteps and he's always chasing you. Yeah, you he's always running. Around, he's always around. He, the, he himself is not like terrifying looking but the atmosphere that that game creates with the footsteps and he could just pop up out of nowhere that that's such a scary like it's like a good scary but it's like a fun like it really captures the essence of that that character and i think you're right about that now i have to say i loved the resident evil 3 remake i thought it was some of the i strictly from a did i feel like i got my money's worth out of the game i would say absolutely yes i played it i had a blast and when you got to the end of the game and you finally beat Nemesis, it felt really satisfying because he just kind of kept coming at you the whole time. But I felt like what kind of threw me off on that game it was it was so short. And maybe that's just the way that those games were, but like there wasn't any replayability. It's not like in 2 where you can play Claire's story and Leon's story or whatever. It's just kind of like once it's over, it's over, and you could go back in and like get a different gun or something, but the game and as Resident a whole... Resident Evil 2 has a ton of different modes too. They, they added all the, the... I think they're called Ghost Survivor stories, and the, there's all these side modes that you can play, and Resident Evil 3 doesn't have any of that. Really, it almost feels like an expansion to Resident Evil Two. Like you, sh- it should have been like a, you know, a thirty dollars expansion $30. or something. Yeah. Um, but it was a full price game, <laughs> which is kind of bullshit for what you got. Yeah, and I, I, because I think I paid full. Yeah, I definitely paid full price it was for it because I got bucks, it the day it yeah. came out. I was just reading some something about it as I'm sitting here, kind of talking. The the one of the biggest criticisms from game critics was the scripted sequences. And it's being too heavy on action and not heavy enough with, like, you know, the horror elements of stuff, what you're looking for. And, uh, yeah. obviously, the length. And I, they say it missed some features from the original. I, I can't say that I know what those yeah, they features cut are. Some, they cut some areas and stuff. It was, I think it was a really fun game. And I definitely would recommend it to people that enjoy Resident Evil. I mean, you can get it for like 20 bucks. Yeah. Like it's worth 20. Definitely pick it up now. Yeah. Yeah. It wasn't worth 60. No, because Resident Evil 2 remake is in my opinion, I think, I mean, I don't remember if that actually won game of the year. Did it win game of the year? No, it was up for it. Um, what year was that? Twenty-twenty-twenty-eighteen. 2018. 2019. 2018. 2019. 2018. 2018. 2018. 2018. 2018. Give our thoughts on that. Is there any other Resident Evil game that you would like to see get a remake? Whether it's like a side game, a spin-off game, whatever. Like, if you could make one that hasn't been made yet, is there one in particular that you would like to see? So I think the obvious answer would be Resident Evil 1. Because mm-hmm. um, like I said, that game, uh, a lot of people have issues, like yourself included, with the tank <laughs> controls. So I'm sure a lot of people would like to play that game, but they can't get over that. Um, but I also think uh, Code Veronica should get a remake, just because the one remake that's already made um, 
is really really solid it's so you have a good version of that where that looks it still looks good to this day and it came out mm-hmm. on the gamecube and uh it plays well if you like that um code veronica's kind of eh, like people are kind of mixed on it um and it did it came out around the same time as uh the one remake so it still looks okay but i'd rather see something that's just kind of meh get a remake and they fix it and make it good than something that's already good get a remake and is also good that makes sense and what the remake of Resident Evil 1 came out in 2002, right? So we're looking at 21 years since that has come out. Yeah, so, it's a long time. In other words, like, it is a little weird that they started with 2 and didn't just remake I think it's probably because one. they already remade Yeah. One. So they're like, oh, well, let's do 2 and 3. It makes and sense. Four. And, I mean, I would imagine they stop at... Because you're not going to remake 7. Not, not anytime soon, right? Like, I don't from... think you're going to remake 5 soon. <laughs> Why? I just don't think... It's old enough. When did five come out? It was what two years after four. Two thousand had to be after two thousand nine. Two thousand nine is when it came okay. out. So <laughs> thir- uh, twelve or no, fourteen years. Um, they still got a couple of years before you get a remake. Yeah, that, I mean, I think that it would be interesting. People, Code Veronica feels like one of those games that, like, I hear people mention it, and I I haven't played it, but people mention it, and it's either like they're like, "Oh, that was great," or like people roll their eyes and they're like, "Oh God, don't even get me started on Code Veronica." Like, it's just one or the other. Um, but I mean, I I think what they're doing is clearly working, and it seems to be like getting a new. It's appealing to like people that grew up with Resident Evil, but also like getting new people into it that maybe wouldn't play it otherwise. And I think that's probably good because the series as a whole um is really is really fun. So I don't know why they can't get the movies right, but at least with the games, you know, it seems like it's been a bit of a uh successful um hit up to this point. So on to the uh on to the main event. Resident Evil 4 remake releases Friday on everything, I believe. Although I don't know if it's on Switch. It wouldn't shock me if it wasn't. Yeah, it's not on Switch, right? <laughs> so it's gonna be on all your major stuff, Steam, um, Xbox. We talked about a couple weeks ago how you could pre order it at Best Buy and get a steel book. Um, I think that was the only way to get the Steelbook, if I remember correctly. You can't get it anymore, it yeah. They took um, it away over the weekend, I think. Really? Yeah, I haven't pre ordered it yet. Week, I'm just gonna grab this it. This past weekend or the weekend before they stopped giving away steel books with it. Okay, well, that kind of makes sense. I mean, they may end up popping up elsewhere. You know, yeah. they, they're usually not crazy. I always like the steelbooks, but I always hate that they give you the steelbook and the case. And the right I wish they case. would just put the fucking case, like, put the game in the steelbook, because then I got a shelf. Yeah, where I have, I like, can't... six extra cases. I, like, I'm like, what do I do with these? It, it drives me crazy. I have Halo Infinite, the steelbook, and it's like, I don't actually, like, it came with the game, too, and I'm like, okay, well, like, I don't, what am, I don't want to throw the case away. That feels like sanctum, like, it just feels terrible. Like to do to throw away and I was using for a replacement cases. If I guess like a fucking busted up case or something. I guess that is true if it were to break or something. But so yeah, so Resident Evil Four. Um, I don't know if I'll be able to start playing it on Friday. Um, but I definitely plan on getting into it at least a little bit this weekend. Hopefully, um, if not, you know, early next week. I have to see what happens. But a lot of people are excited. Um, I have told you guys. I told. I talked to you guys that I wanted this before it was even announced. And going back a couple of years, and people were like, "Oh, maybe," but like, I don't know. I don't think it needs it. Um, and then it seems like now, when we've seen gameplay, we've seen footage. Um, the reviews are are very positive. Demos. Yeah, I've avoided. I avoided yeah, everything. I, I don't know anything. <laughs> I don't know what the changes are. I don't want to know. Um, obviously, I know about the dog. Like, hey, it's that dog. But like, that's the only. That's the only one. Um. So, I guess, are you excited? 
Um, have you kind of come around on the idea of it not needing to be remade after seeing, you know, what people are saying about it? And, uh, you know, are what is your level of excitement for the game, you know, on a scale? Oh, I, I am really excited. Um, I still don't think the game needed a remake. Um, I think the, the original is still good. I'm, that doesn't mean I'm not excited. I can't do anything about it now. It's already coming out. So, mm, fair, <laughs> um, yeah. I don't think it needed it, but because they are doing it, well, then yeah, I'm excited. It's still Resident Evil 4. Um, I hope they do make it a little more uh, horror focused. Um, because the original's not scary, but you still also need that cheesiness in it. Yeah. Um, so I don't know how they could balance that. I'm sure there's a way. I don't know. So my my biggest worry about the game is that they're going to make it too horror-focused and not enough cheesiness. Um, it, like, Leon had the campy lines and stuff, and it just worked. And I'd like to think that they're aware of that. And, like, because even Resident Evil 2, like, for as much darker as it was, it still... You know, it was still kind of it. It was serious, but it wasn't like. Uber I mean, Resident serious. Evil as a whole isn't super serious, right? It's, it's kind of. I feel like shitty. Seven maybe was the, the closest. Seven, yeah, I would say seven probably is. That's like a horror movie, though. Yeah, and with, with the the then that was just a whole thing. So I don't know. I think my biggest worry is that the game is going to be too. I just want it to feel like the spirit of Resident Evil Four, right? Like, give me the merchant. Give me the like the the stupid I can't remember the, the little briefcase that you carry around and all that stuff like attach, they might attache they might change it but I I hope that you still have to fucking make stuff fit like I don't know I I kind of want there to be like yeah, they kind of had that in Resident Evil Eight so I think they're probably gonna bring it back yeah yeah that's I just feel like those this game to me because Resident Evil Four is in my top five games ever um and i know i don't play as many games as a lot of you know, a lot of my friends have played but this game has stuck with me in a way that like i'm excited beyond belief because the two remakes were good in my opinion and then the original was great so my expectations are sky high which means i could be setting myself up for disappointment but i hope i hope not and i didn't draft this game in our video game draft specifically because i didn't want to put any negative juju on it like i was like i'm gonna stay away from this i was like i just want it to be good like i if I can get it and play it once and enjoy it, then that's good for me because I think this game should be experienced by so many people. And you have people like Nicole who is fantastic, but who is like, well, it's from before 2006. I'm not going to touch it. Like I just want people to be able to experience the game. So that's my biggest worry. Of course, is that they're going to make it. I don't want them to lose the spirit of what made Resident Evil four great in the first place. I agree. Um, from the little bit I've seen it, seems like they're trying to keep that mm -hmm. um though i will say the picture you have up on screen now um it does give off a more horror vibe mm -hmm. than anything in the original game um like i said that game's not scary i played that game when i was like 12 10 something like that when did that okay. game come out 2005 uh 2005 yep so i probably played it when i was like 11 That's and i wasn't scared then <laughs> so like um so I hope it is a little scarier, but like like we both said, it does need Leon's bullshit cheesiness in it. Yeah, and I am I'm excited, and I've seen some people put out videos like don't buy the remake or try before before you buy like watch this. I don't I've avoided all of it because I I imagine that there are going to be some people who are going to be like oh this game's not what I remember and like I don't expect it to be a shot for shot nor would I want it to be a shot for shot like I want it to be 
different. Yeah, different, because otherwise just play the original. Play the original, right. But for me, if it's even remotely like the original and doesn't have tank controls, that's a win in my book. I would love to just play the original without the tank controls, but that's my, you know, my sort of <laughs> entry bar, I guess. What I really want is like, you know, what are the, the lost plagas, the little things that come up out of the heads and whatnot? Like, I don't know, yeah, give me those. Uh, they were the only thing. scary, quote unquote, and they weren't like scary, like, oh God, like they're creepy. Regenerators like, are scary. Oh, those two. Yep. Yep. So <laughs> there, there was some stuff, the boss fight when you fight Salazar and he turns into the giant like serpent thing. And like, that was a, that was a good fight. There's a lot of, I forget the, the name, but the dude in the barn that's like on fire. And you know what you know what I'm talking about? He like comes at you and he like swings yeah, around. The first boss. So yeah. some of the boss fights were really fucking cool, and I just think that I just hope that the game just doesn't try too hard to be something it's not, while also like modernizing itself. I oh. wore my uh, Silent Hill sweatshirt for the Resident Evil episode. Oh yeah, that's right. Well, we, well, we talked about out. talked about Silent Hill a while back. We'll have to we'll have to have you come on and talk about it because I know that's your your expertise. We don't really know enough about the stuff, right? They lopped they dropped the the leaks and uh, or the announcements, but nothing else has really come out. Uh, something came out today. Uh, someone I saw it somewhere. Um, they said <laughs> it's technically finished in the sense that the game would, is playable. They said it's not done, so that means they probably have to like record voice lines. Mm-hmm. And, do all the cutscenes and stuff, but they said um, people think it might be end of this year. It'll be out. Hopefully. Okay. Yeah, I actually I saw. Um, I just googled it when you mentioned it. It says that like the game is technically ready. Uh, they're close to being finished, but a lot of it is like getting rid of bugs, polishing, and then like deciding when the game is actually going to be released. Yeah, they got marketing market and stuff. stuff. And there's a lot of big titles coming out this year, so there's definitely like maybe a period they could put that in because. I don't know enough about Silent Hill to know whether or not this is true, but I worry that if it were to come out at the same time as, like, another big title, it may struggle to compete. Like, if it were to release, like, right at the same, like, competitively, like, with, if they were to release it right around the time Tears of the Kingdom comes out, like, it's going to lose a lot of market share to Yeah, that. it's not going to be ready that early. Something like Diablo yeah. 4, I don't know if that would be, you know, as big of a... No, I, I think the earliest you'd see it would be... End of the year. End of the year. I mean, obviously, an yeah. October release would be great for thematic reasons, like with Halloween yeah. and all that stuff. Um, but no, those those games. I'm really excited to learn more about not only so the. I'm those games. I I think Silent Hill Two Remake mm-hmm. will, won't be as good as this game will be. Yeah. But I am intrigued by it more. <laughs> okay. Yeah, that makes sense. I, as someone who has never played Silent Hill, and I want to, um, I'm intrigued by it, but. I think this would be a good entry point for me to play because I I know the PS1 ones are kind of, you know, outdated, well, I guess. Well, only one on PS1. Is Silent Hill... Silent Hill 2, 3, and 4 are all on PS2. Oh, okay. See, I, and I Nicole and I talked about this at one point. I'm, I was worried, like, I if 2 is coming out and the remake, but I haven't played 1, you know, am I not going to know what's going on? And it's They're not, not connected. Matter. They're not? Okay, so it doesn't really... Other matter. than you're in Silent Hill. Right, because... And I know that... This is a big game for Konami, and uh, I mean, you played Resident Evil Two. You didn't play Resident Evil One. That is true, but technically, if, <laughs> is it two and four that are connected, and one and three that are connected? Like they're one happening... and three, yeah, yeah, two and okay, four. So two and four, two. just because of Leon, and which one and sense. three are take place right after you know, right one after one other. another. So it's it's yeah, it's interesting. I um, I'm more intrigued, honestly, about Silent Hill's story than anything else. Which maybe I may be setting myself up for failure because the story may suck. I don't really know, like. Whether or not no, that's that's where it's probably better than Resident Evil because Resident yeah. Evil's story is 
they're kind of stupid. <laughs> like nah. they're fun, stupid, but they're yeah. stupid. I guess um, that is true. But Silent Hill is a lot better in that aspect and yeah. scarier. Speaking of, uh, just before we kind of wrap up and everything, um, I know you're a big fan of Silent Hill, but also Metal Gear Solid. Uh, a couple of viewers who are big fans of Metal Gear Solid as well. So the topics come up a bit. Um, you think that any new Metal Gear Solid stuff could be on the way? Uh, like a, whether it's a new title or a remake or any any thoughts or um, wishes on that? I don't I guess? want. I don't want a new game because yeah. Kojima is not going to be attached to it. Uh, okay, that's Konami true. Anymore. Um, so I'm fine with a remake mm-hmm. if it were to happen. But I don't want a Metal Gear Solid 6. I think it would... I mean, Konami already tried that without Kojima in Metal Gear Survive, and it fucking sucked. Same thing. That's so, <laughs> new to me. I remember Phantom Pain. I I, I, I don't that know anything Kojima, beyond yeah. that. So. That's five. Um, I really want a new Castle. I, don't, I doubt it happens, though. Really? But we'll see. You don't think even a remake could happen? Like... I think a remake could happen. I don't think a, a sequel would happen. Some people saying that there could be a reveal at E3, or there's some speculation that it, at the E3 or whatever Konami's doing, they could be announcing a PS5 remake. So, I like a PS5 remake of Metal Gear Solid 3. So, I, that's not confirmed. That's strictly rumors, but it's just kind of one of the things that seems to be, you know, circling the wagons. And I've started to learn that, like, in this day and age, a lot of times when we see rumors, like, there's some truth to them in some capacity. Like, in, in a lot of different forms of media, but, like, it just seems like things hold a little bit more weight at some point. Someone leaks something, and then a couple months later, it's like, oh, look, that leak was true. Like, I don't know where it all comes from, but it seems to happen a lot more. Yeah, but uh, so many people are doing leaks, too. I mean, I how long was I saying, oh, Silent Hill remake is yeah, going to come? Yeah, true. And then eventually one did come. I'm not a leaker. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's good to hear. So, I actually, an article was posted on GameSpot a couple weeks ago. Um, a report came out on, on someone's podcast, a VGC podcast. Uh, Konami is apparently planning multiple things for E3, revealing a Metal Gear Solid 3 remake and a new Castlevania. Which, again, this was just a report based on this. Is, I mean, Game a GameSpot is somewhat reputable, but, like, a new Castlevania would be fucking awesome. Um, I played... I still sure like the demand for it. I really don't. Is there a demand for Bayonetta? I mean, those those came out. And, uh, they I mean, sell okay. Yeah. They don't sell amazing. I just don't know. You don't think the name and the anime on Netflix being such a big the thing? The anime might help. Uh, I don't I don't know. <laughs> I, I mean, feel like the reason Castlevania kind of died off is because no one bought them. Possible. When's the la- what was the last one? Was PS3? Is that the last time one came out? Uh, yeah, it was. Or Vita, maybe? I don't know if it was a Vita exclusive. But... No, it was, uh... It was like a 3D beat 'em up type game. Um, what the hell's uh, Lords of Shadows too? Oh, okay, yeah, I've heard of it. I don't know too much about it, but I mean, I played Bloodstained as I know you have as well. Um, and I may personally overhype that game, but I think Bloodstained, uh, Curse of the Moon is, or no, it's Ritual of the Night. Sorry, is just an absolutely fucking gem of a game, and. If a, if a Castlevania, I mean, I know it wouldn't be the same team, obviously. Um, I know there was some connection between the guy who made Bloodstained and the dude who made Symphony of the Night, or he worked on it or something. But could you imagine just, like, a, a remake of Symphony of the Night? Like, I don't know. that that need it. It still looks great. It does, but I, I, a new game, too, or just something, like, I think we see a lot more of the Metroid-like-vania-type games nowadays coming out, and, like, I don't know, it feels like, 
if Konami's really... If you're going to announce Silent Hill Remake and Metal Gear Remake, does it not make sense to also announce something for Castlevania? Like, that's a lot of their big titles. Like, I don't know. Maybe I'm just Hopium or Copium or whatever the fuck it is. I mean, I would, I would like it. I just don't know. I think those other two series are more popular, specifically Metal Gear. Metal Gear is hugely yeah. popular. Yeah. Um, but people have been dying for Silent Hill for a long time now mm-hmm. the last game we got was like 2011 uh, mm. something like that that's okay yeah so well yeah no that sounds about right i was just looking up something but i couldn't find the exact date um it'd be but, uh, silent hill i think homecoming was the latest one i mean for whatever it's worth i mean we got the other silent hill stuff silent hill f and Silent Hill Townfall, both were announced. We don't know anything about them really yet other than what they are. So they also noted that Konami is open to collaborating with more developers, um, which is interesting because as someone who's played the Yu-Gi-Oh! trading card game for many years on and off, I have typically come to see Konami as kind of like just bad, like not bad, like like evil, but like bad, like they're just bad at like prioritizing business and they don't put effort into stuff or they get people excited about something and then pull the rug out from under it. It's like, Oh, look, we did. But it does <laughs> seem like, and obviously like the trading card thing and the video game thing and the slots, they're all different, but like, it does seem like in some aspects, Konami's trying to almost like reemerge or like re like get back out there. It, again. Yeah. They're trying to get back into the gaming space for sure. I, I mean, I don't know why else they would, I mean, they bought Bloober team who was working yeah. doing the, uh, the Silent Hill, Hill right? remake. Yeah. Um, so they clearly wanted to do something. Um, so they're, they're trying to get back into it. It's just, I don't know. We'll see. They're... And it makes me wonder, cause they made, obviously like we used to play Yu-Gi-Oh! Like the card game, they made the master duel, which came out a couple of years ago and in their quarterly reports, but that, that was their highest earner financially for the year. It made six or like so, over for video games for or? video games yeah in general okay. like was their highest earner by that's far and that's like that's like i mean that was kind of a crazy thing because it's like you know Yu-Gi-Oh kind of appeals to a niche audience but that game kind of tapped into the whole oh i remember growing up with this crowd and then you know you had fucking pro streamers and people who are like well known in the gaming space but not necessarily in the tabletop game space playing in the master duel invitational and stuff and bringing a lot of bias to that so i don't know whether or not there's any correlation with like those you know kind of like I don't, I don't know the live service, but like, you know, the sort of like simulator type Yu-Gi-Oh games just doing really well for them. And so maybe it was like, well, what other gaming things can we do? How can we tap into like that market space a little bit more? Um, but either way, I mean, it seems like Konami's doing well on that front. So I'd like to think that you guys will get your Metal Gear Solid 3 remake and Silent Hill will be good. And maybe we'll get a new Castlevania too, but it wouldn't shock me if like some of that just didn't come to fruition because Konami was just like, well, we're going to go make a new slot machine. Like, I don't know. It's just hard to trust the company as a whole. Yeah. The, the company is really, really sketchy when it comes to that shit. Um, so we'll see. Um, hopefully the Silent Hill stuff that's announced comes out and is good. <laughs> um, and we'll hopefully see uh, metal gear something. Yeah. So, uh, we'll, we'll be covering, um, the E3 stuff on the show. Um, I think, I think Nicole and I said we're going to try to do it live when it happens. I'm not sure how that's going to work just yet, but um, we did this. We did it with the Game Awards last year. It's sort of just live reacting, live covering stuff. And uh, E3 is weird now because there's not a lot of really like, no one like there's the Xbox showcase and there's like Nintendo does their stuff. I don't and, even think Xbox is going to be there this year. No, but I aren't they, they doing their? Not. They're doing their own showcase they're doing their event. Own thing, yeah. It's like what the fuck? It's like it's like you get rid of cable and you got all the different streaming services. It's the same damn thing. All the game companies are just going here and doing this, but. Either way, like, it's always fun, and obviously there's going to be some exciting news, so hopefully it'll be, um, hopefully it'll be that, but 
yeah, so that pretty much, you know, wraps us up there. The hour went by kind of quick. Um, definitely had a lot of fun talking about stuff, and we'll have you on the show again. I, I like to have you on with Nicole. We could actually go back and forth and, you know, talk about some stuff. We, we You were you were exempt so far from the trivia, but when we bring the video game Jeopardy back, we may have to swing you on at some point for that um, and see if Ben can keep his crown of undefeated. But, uh, yeah, just sort of, like, wrap up, like, our, our final segment here, Beyond the Horizon. What's, um... I guess we kind of already addressed this earlier, but, like, what's up for you on the gaming space? Like, Resident Evil 4 Remake? Are you playing anything else? What's, you know, what's going on for you in the, in the um, future? So, yeah, obviously, Resident Evil Remake I'll be playing all weekend. Um, I'm you talk, We talked about him earlier, the completionist. Uh, mm-hmm. I'm going up to see him in Boston. That's right, I forgot that was this weekend, yeah. Um, on Sunday, uh, along with Cat Icarus. Um, and I've been playing uh, Yakuza 4. I just started Yakuza 4. So PS4 is that PS3 one or PS4? It's a PS3 game, but they remastered it for PS4. Okay, okay. Then see, Kuzi, you're just playing through them one at a time, kind of. Yeah, just trying to get through them, catch up before eight comes out. That's true. I hope eight does well. I got a lot. I got some uh, some draft cred riding on that. Yeah, well, well I'm, no, I, I can say this: the one you're talking about is not eight. That's the man who released eight. eight oh, eight. right. <laughs> they haven't announced a release date for eight. Oh, okay, so I'm a little, I'm a little confused by the whole structure of it but i'm sure it'll it'll all make sense i'm gonna hopefully finish yakuza zero at some point soon i'd like to not have to say that in this segment anymore uh going forward but i have actually been actively playing and i, I just again it's such a great game um and I, I gotta figure out resident evil 4 i haven't decided if i'm gonna get it on steam yet or xbox um get it on steam i can play it a little bit more easily because i'll be like on the computer but other if i got an xbox like is it gonna run better on xbox i don't know um but i'm excited about it i definitely hope to have some at least thoughts on that next week, um, you know, when we pop back. So, uh, so yeah, that's pretty much going to do it for us. Uh, Dustin, thanks for joining us to fill in. Um, Nicole You're should be back welcome. next week with plenty of incels and uh, plenty of information from PAX to kind of go over with us. And uh, and we'll get her thoughts on what she saw and, and what's going on. And John Wick 4 comes out Friday. I am so excited. I'm going to see it tomorrow. Um, I am very much, uh, I am pumped. That is one of my favorite series, and apparently it is very, very good. So I'm excited. Um, That's going to do it for us, guys. If you enjoy the podcast, please go ahead and follow and subscribe, and we will see you next time. Peace.